guys, welcome to another episode of Candy Girl. I'm your host, Shelby. Amelia isn't here right now. I'm actually recording this at work because we have a guest. Natalia, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. So, yeah, we had some scheduling errors, and this is just the best time that worked out for us. So, Amelia, unfortunately, can't be here, but I think this is going to be a really interesting episode. So I found Natalia on Twitter. She had a tweet about how she thought her ex was going to expose her for participating in sex work before their relationship. And she decided that she was going to go ahead and tell everybody what she used to do. And she wasn't ashamed of it. And so I messaged her and I said, hey, would this be something you'd be interested in talking about on Candy Girl? Because I know there have been a lot of girls who thought they were going to be exposed by former partners or former sugar daddies. And I thought maybe she could offer for some insight or how she decided to handle it so that's how we got connected but uh natalia do you want to tell us just like a little bit about you uh well i'm 21 i'm almost 22 i go to college um i stopped going a little bit but I, i'm recently gonna start going again i want to be a nurse i like to go to festivals and i like having fun i don't know <laughs> That's really cool. So how did how did your interest in sex work peak? Or like when when did you decide that that's something that you wanted to get involved in? Well, when I was younger, I've always been very promiscuous. Like I've always just been very comfortable with my sexuality, like ever since I was like a little kid. And I discovered when I was little, I really, really wanted to be a model. Like just when I was like 13, I, like, I just thought they were so pretty. And, like, they showed their bodies, and I was like, you know, like, they must be confident. And that's all I ever wanted to be confident. And as I got older, my body started changing, and I started liking it, I guess. And then once I started stripping, that's when I kind of got into it, just because the manager that I was working for, he was like, oh, like, we were cool. Like, he was my friend. And I needed to go to a festival. And it was, like, a really expensive festival. So he's like, I can help you out, but, like, let's have some fun. So I was like, okay, okay, whatever. That was, like, the first time I ever did it. And that was, like, a year and a half ago. And then after that, I found a website. And because my friend was like, oh, like, our friend did it. She went to, like, Vegas with this dude. And we're like, oh, my God, like, we need we, At the time, like, I really needed money. Like, I really, really needed money. I just got into a car accident and I was like in debt. I was behind on my bills, so I needed money. And I thought about having Sugar Daddy's for, and then we went on this website, my friend and I, and we just started doing it. And I've been doing it for almost a year now. And it's, it's had its up and downs, definitely, but it's mostly been up. I haven't had like the worst experiences ever. You just have to be really, really safe about it and trust your gut. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a really interesting way to get into it. Most girls just go straight to the website and start to find sugar daddies there. There was a website. I was like, what? There's a website? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so usually there's a, we have another girl on the podcast who is a sugar baby, but I'm at my job right now, so she can't be here. Um, but she, she always struggles with that website because she can never find like decent yeah. human beings to interact yeah. with. <laughs> So in your tweet that I saw, you were talking about how uh, you had an ex who you thought was going to expose you. So will you talk a little bit about um, that relationship? And were you still doing sex work when you were dating this person? Or did you stop for a little? Well, when I first started dating him, he tried to introduce me into Like, all around, this relationship had so many red flags in the beginning. But I ignored them. And it only got worse. But in the beginning of the relationship, we had friends 
who was a stripper and tried to get me to be a stripper. And when she met me, she was like, no, like she'll probably get influenced too much. Like, I don't want her to do it. So I didn't do it. About seven months into our relationship, it was really bad. It was very abusive, verbally, physically, emotionally, like everything that you could think of you doing. And I, I used to live with him and his family, and he would always pay for my stuff. Like I wasn't working, and um, I was too depressed to work, and I didn't have my car because my dad took it away from me. So I, I wanted to get away from him. So I went to this girl that I knew who introduced me, and Jared told you guys about. And he helped me, you know, he picked me up every weekend and got me to dance. Uh, I didn't get away because he kept taking my money because it had to go to bills. So I just ended up just leaving Houston altogether and moving to Austin with my aunt to clear my head and get, my, get everything together and stop doing it. But I, when we were on and off and we were together, I started doing it even more. Last July was the first time I ever had like an actual sugar daddy and his name was Jake. And I used to go to Jake twice, like two, three times a week. And um, me and my like boyfriend weren't together at the time because like I never, I never cheated on my boyfriend. I never did it while we were together, but we were on and off. So when he found out about it, and he was really like angry at me. He told me I was a slut. He told me that I'm gonna go to hell because I I believe in God. So he's like, God doesn't like. He would call me a prostitute, and I don't like that word because it's derogatory. And we there's been sex workers like for hundreds and hundreds of years. So I just think that you know like that that's that. He's he's just a jerk. Yeah. So what was what was the final straw? And then what did he do that you thought was gonna trigger him to tell people? Well. A couple, I stopped doing my sugar daddy stuff for a few months up until this week because I wanted to lay low a little bit. And then I also started talking to him again. He didn't want me to do that. But for the past few weeks that we've been talking, he started getting very verbally and emotionally abusive. And um, I borrowed like $180 from him because I wasn't working at the time. I didn't get paid yet. And I wasn't doing this, so I didn't have money. So I had to borrow like $180 for my car payment. And I gave him back $100 when I had it. And then up until that last week, I owed him the $80. And he was like, well, like, when are you going to give it back to me? And he was being rude to me. And I was like, you know, I'm not going give to give it back to you because you took all my money from when I was dancing. And when I did the premium stuff, he took all my money. And... You know, you owe me this $80, basically. And I was just kind of being petty about it. And he was just blowing my phone up and, like, just talking talking a lot of, like, mess and just saying that I was going to regret it. And if I didn't send it by tomorrow, like, he was going to ruin my life. And I was just like, all right, well, <laughs> I'm just going to do it. I, 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 the only thing that he doesn't really like about me is that, the, like, the sex work stuff. And he holds that against me very, very much. And that's why he tells me, like, he treats me this way or that he won't ever be in a relationship with me or he cheats on me because I'm embarrassing. So working on, like, slowly, like, not talking to him because I can't just cut him off. Like, he, it's, it's, it's hard. Like, when you're in a really long, abusive relationship, it's just really hard to, like, stop because, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And I think that's something a lot of people who haven't been in abusive relationships don't necessarily understand. Um, So after you guys got in this argument, you tweeted out, um, I used to be a sex worker and I I had sugar daddies and stuff like that. So was that an easy decision for you to make? Um, You know, I'm not really, this is a 
said he doesn't like is like I'm not ashamed of it. Like he used to shame me about it, where I would feel bad about it. But I'm not ashamed of it. You know, enjoy it. Like these sugar daddies have been a lot nicer than he's ever been to me. A lot neat. I mean, obviously, but like it has its perks and stuff. Like I don't really think anything horribly about it, or I wouldn't do it. So, so when you tweeted that out, were you? like afraid of the were there certain people that you didn't want to find out were you afraid of the consequences the only person that i don't want finding out i mean i feel like he kind of gets like an idea maybe but like i'm not gonna like be like oh hey that's what i do but no i really don't care what people think about me people will always have their opinions honestly and, you know i I've, I've learned that this is this is what i do you know it's um and so after that have you like what's been i guess the aftermath like have you been getting positive responses or negative responses Mm, i don't really get any negativity i mean a lot of people unfollow like some people unfollowed me but i also gained like 300 400 followers Mm. and the only thing that i don't like is guy like a lot of girls came to me asking for advice and i made like a friend off of twitter who lives in san antonio and she's so cool but like i don't like how guys try to message me and like try to be like cool with me and i'm just like okay look go away like you know i'm not like really into like dating and everything and i just know that guys are always out for one thing and like really one thing only and i just been getting a lot of messages from guys not like mean messages but it's just like hey hi you know, like, we should hang out, and I'm just like, no, I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah, the the other girl who usually does this with us, when she uh, started camming, she had a lot of guys who would start messaging her all of a sudden and want to know what her cam name is, and they're just trying to support her, so. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's Men can be gross a lot of yeah, the time. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you're single now, and you said that you're seeing sugar daddies again, right? Yeah. And has how's that been going? Um, it's cool. I met some really cool ones. You know, the the, the I have three currently right now, and I, I kind of want to like have like maybe like two more, just because like it. That's like a if I see them all like once a week or whatever. That's that's a lot of money that I would just be pulling in besides a regular job. So there, I met some really cool ones. The one I met today, he's really cool. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, so I guess my last question would be is do you have any advice to offer any girls or guys really who would be going through a similar situation in which their partner is threatening to expose them? Well, you know, it's you know, you just have to kind of just brace yourself. Like luckily, like my the dude that I was with didn't really do anything and he's not really going to because he's embarrassed of me. But if that happens, you know, you know who your real friends are during that time and you know who you are this doesn't define who you are you don't let anybody else define who you are because at the end of the day you know deep down exactly what you've been through what you're thinking and why you do what you do so don't let anybody take that away from you awesome well thank you so much for talking to us i know this isn't really easy and i'm so sorry that you had to go through this but it sounds like things are working out for you now yeah yeah <laughs> <You> okay <laughs>
All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. That's it for this episode. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Candy Girl Pod or Instagram at Candy Girl Podcast. And you can always email us with any questions at Candy Girl Podcast at Outlook.com. And we'll have another episode out soon. Beep.